But I didn't win Miss USA. The cash prize at Miss USA is $100,000. There's no cash prize at the state level. Mm -hmm. So I was in the red and not doing so well coming out. So Big Brother really, it, it changed my life in the sense where yes, I will still have to work, but it changed my life in the sense of, I have so much more freedom to pursue whatever it is that I want to do now. Hey everybody, it's me, Dom. Welcome back to Dom Meets World. Hope you've been enjoying the podcast so far. Today, I am joined by the great, the legendary, the winner of season 24, Big Brother, Taylor Hale. Everybody give it up for Taylor. What's up, what's up, what's up? How's it how going? Do you, how do you know I'm legendary? Did you did you watch our show? Are you a Big Brother fan? Can I be completely honest? Please be honest. I don't, I've never watched more than 10 minutes of any reality show. Who wrote this for you? <laughs> who's, who's a fan of your Big Brother? Every, everybody in this room. <laughs> <laughs> everybody no. in this room. Okay, well, equally honest, I had to I had to Google what shows you were on before. Thank this. you. Okay, oh yeah. my, I'm so happy. Okay. Because uh, I, I, I really don't like like reading questions and I'm like, you know I'm you know I'm lying. No, no, okay. We're <laughs> you, we're equally unknowledgeable about each other. Yeah, this is perfect. So we get this. to know each other yeah. and then people who don't know me, don't know you. Yeah. They learn about us. Because we're here learning about each other. Come on, Black Excellence. I'm excited. Let's look go. At, look at that. Yeah. So how did you get into Big Brother? Oh, I got recruited off of actually that's that's a lie. It's a partial truth. So I start back in my pageant days. I uh-huh. had the same pageant coach as a girl, Bailey, who went on Big Brother. And I was like, oh, you're going on a reality show. Good for you. I'm not going to watch, but good for you. And then she ended up getting married and having now two beautiful children from that whole life. Um, And I was like, okay, whatever. Never going to think about it again. And then I heard about The Cookout. And The Cookout was the season before me, 23. But season 23, Big Brother, the mainframe show, never had a black winner. Mm -hmm. 23 seasons of never having a black person to win the show. Mm -hmm. The Cookout was six different black people because they finally had enough black people on one show to make an alliance. They made an alliance. It's the most dominant alliance to ever exist in the history of the game. And they ensured that they would have the first black person to ever win, Xavier Prather. Mm -hmm. So X won, and I got looped into that because my black-ass algorithm said, hey, Negro's (laughs) doing things. Come check this out. And I was like, okay. So I watched that show in real time, said, wow, that's great. Never going to watch it again. And then a year later, they recruited me on Instagram. It started with a DM about going on The Amazing Race and the same casting director cast for Big Brother. So I was like, I don't think Amazing Race is for me, but Big Brother ended up down the pipeline and then won the whole thing. And you only, the only like, because I know about Big Brother because I know there's like a lot of lore. Ooh. Like, what, there's a lot you of You tell like, me. What do you well, know? I just know, I like, I'm just like, anyone that's watched it and is like, yo, you got to watch Big Brother. And then they try to explain it to me. I'm like, oh, I'm okay. <laughs> Like, that seems like there's a lot of strategy. There's a lot of lingo. It's like its own little language, its own world. You came from the mall, though. A strategy game. Like, I lost very early on. (laughs) (laughs) It was. was, Okay. It was all about deception, betrayal, lying, manipulation. And I walked in there and said, I'm not doing any of that. Boo, (laughs) loser. And then lost. Got sent home. Yeah, you get your ass. And then they were like, let's give him a second chance. Everyone was like, now we don't want him back. Damn! Oh yeah, because you did the the thing in the car with yeah. the coats. So yeah, not not the my... mole was actually the first show that I watched coming out of Big Brother. Oh, really? I didn't pay attention like that. I'm uh, sorry. No, no, that's fine. I knew I knew about the car thing. Yeah, I didn't I didn't watch it after I left. Okay. <laughs> I you stopped. weren't tragic. I stopped after episode four. Okay. Yeah. Good for you. It's fine. <laughs> but my I say that to say like you won the show. I did. 
pretty what from what I hear pretty legendarily. Uh, it was kind of with only one season of like research, I guess. But, uh, yes and no. So the season twenty three is the only season I watched in real time. Is he giving you a hassle? Oh no, his Sorry, was, my, his my puppy. My puppy Benji is here. Oh, that's so cute. This you got a new uncle. My... You got a new uncle. Hey. Um, so when I was going through the casting process, I was like, let me learn about this thing that I'm going to get into. For those of you who don't know, Big Brother films for up to 90 days. This season is filming for 100 days, which is batshit crazy. But just imagine being locked away, no phone, no news, no outside communication at all. You only get access to the sunlight two days out of the week. You don't hear any human, you don't see any human faces. The only voice that you hear is a pre-recorded voice telling you, stop that, or go to the diary room, or telling you to do yeah. shit, right? So you are completely cut off from the world. Um, so I was like, let me figure out what I'm doing. So while I was going through the casting process, I binged watch as many seasons as I could to learn what this wacky shit was I was doing. And you know, I guess it paid off. Yeah, I mean. <laughs> I mean, like you want to show, yeah. And <laughs> well, the funny how much thing is, you win? Uh -huh. so <laughs> the funny thing is, people hate recruits. Big Brother fans cannot stand people who are recruited for the show because they love the show so much, and they're like, "You got to respect the show." Yeah, and, and the whole like know. application thing is like a big deal. It is. People, I mean, someone on my season, Michael, one of my close friends, he applied, I think, eight years in a row to go on the show and finally made it this time. Yeah, you know, and I just responded to an Instagram DM about something else and fell into this. Mm -hmm. So I went on the show and I just wanted to respect the fan base. I wanted to give it its due diligence because I come from the pageant world. I couldn't imagine somebody waltzing in and kind of shitting on the whole experience and then walking away the winner and not having anything to say about it. Yeah. So I won. Um, I was the first person to win not only the main grand prize, but also America's favorite player vote, which America votes on. And so I walked away with $800,000 from the whole game. Home. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Congratulations. It was crazy. That's insane. It was, it was truly insane. And, you know, I mean, first black woman to win the game, um, the mainframe version of the game. Um, first person to win an eight to one vote. I was the eighth woman to win the game. Eight's my lucky number. So there are a lot of weird ways it came into play there. But, I mean, there's, I think I'm also the first person in the U.S. game to have been up for eviction the first week and then win the whole game in the end. So like, it's just this crazy story arc of being playing from the back foot the entire time, severely ostracized and bullied, which is a whole other conversation and mm -hmm. then coming out victorious. So yeah. I'm really, really grateful for the whole time. Is it like a toxic kind of like, cause I mean, it's a bunch of people in a house and I was in yeah. a place with a bunch of people in a house. Your house was so sick though. It was yeah. really cool. No? Uh, it was better in camera. I think. Okay. Yeah. All I mean, right. I think, but the, every. I was on a studio lot. You had a real house. Yeah, but they're all kind of like production y. Yeah. Like they're all kind of like redone and like you look up and like the sunroof it's is covered by like sheets and, and wires. And, yeah. Yeah. You know, none of the, none of the switches work. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't have access to switches. If I wanted to open a door, I had to press a button and be like, Big Brother Gods, will you please let me in? You know, it's. Who is the Big Brother God? It, um... Is it just a person in a booth? Do you have you ever met them? I have had the privilege of knowing the faces behind the camera, um, but that's because my my experience is just a little unique. Like I was severely ostracized and bullied, and I try not to make my whole story a victim story, right? But yeah. just to say what it was. Um, so I've realized over time I have closer relationships with production than I do with people from my season, and that's like not a bad thing. I just 
could only really get close to production when I was talking to them in the diary room or like the confessionals on other reality shows. Um, So some of them have revealed themselves to me afterwards. And I'm like, it was you hitting that button. That's so cool. So I know different things of how things work behind the scenes, which has been really cool. But yeah, it's not one person. Like many, many people work behind the scenes. Mm -hmm. And so in the morning, someone will work there. In the night, someone will work there. They have to have people manning this thing 24 seven because the game is literally live streamed 24 seven to all of America. So like, I know we're recording this and yeah. for purposes of being recorded, but imagine we wrap this up. We're like, okay, let's go have lunch after this. And you're still being Yeah. That watched. whole conversation, these lights and everything would be cameras and we're talking to each other and that normal conversation is broadcast to all of America. Oh yeah. Cause there's like time. a 24 hour feed, 24 hour live feeds. Yeah. There's a camera in the bathroom. Oh, even when you yeah, pee? Yeah. People it, can watch you pee? That one doesn't go out to all of America, but it the producers can see what you're doing in there. Yeah. People get freaky on Big Brother? <sighs> I had sex on the show. Oh, you was getting freaky? I had sex on the show, yeah. You a little thought. Uh, I don't know ah, thought. Yeah, 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 you do That's a whole other thing. We'll talk. I mean, look, I, I hooked up with one person on the show, and then I dated somebody else that I actually had a connection with after the show, and then... He and I broke up, but he's my best friend to this day. So it's been an interesting, crazy This is insane. Experience. You had like the complete opposite experience that I had on a reality show. That's <laughs> I like, insane. I think I combined both of your shows into one. <laughs> like I got my dating experience out of it. I got my competition out of it. Yeah. Like yeah. you won money. I got trauma. You hooked up and became best friends. <laughs> I hooked up. It was drama Enemies? all over the internet. It was just nonstop trauma for me. Ooh. But I won, I got why, nothing. That's why you have like double my followers though, you know? I'm a little too peace and love. Uh, take the 800K. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Follower, followers don't translate into dollars. Not always. <laughs> I know that's right. But hey, after taxes, still, I'm, I'm still, still sitting pretty. It. I'm still sitting pretty. <laughs> Actually, I'm not honestly, can I borrow 20 bucks? <laughs> I got you. <laughs> Hit me with your bumbo. Yeah. So I don't know if you know who Tatrick Hall is. He's this big creator, performer, YouTuber, and transitioned into like real performance. I feel bad about saying real performance, but you know what I'm getting at. Yeah. Um, And so he is a massive Big Brother fan. And so after every season, he'll open up his house to the players of the game and be like, hey, you need to decompress. Stay in my house. Mm -hmm. He goes out on tour and it's just like the whole cast can stay there. And then he and I create a stronger friendship. So whenever I come to town, I just kick it at his place because he's usually out on tour. It's like like a full master bedroom with a pool and a hot tub. And it's wild. The Big Brother, it sounds like everybody's kind of like, it's like a nice little family. Uh, oh, never mind. <laughs> never well, mind. Look, it's a game of backstabbing and betrayal and manipulation. There are some people that take that a lot more personally. For me, it's like, I, I love reality TV. I knew I was signing up for this type of game. I really wanted to go into the game and be like, ah, you backstabbed me. Good job. <laughs> you got me. Let's go get a drink after this, right? Yeah. And that's how I feel. Um, I think if I were to go back and play the game again, I'd probably feel that way. Mm-hmm. Unfortunately, I just wasn't afforded that opportunity with a lot of people from my cast just because it got really, really personal and very ugly very quickly. Mm-hmm. There are people who've apologized and we made amends. Um, do I see myself being their best friends? Probably not. But that doesn't mean that I don't see them as like really f- cool and capable people that are awesome and successful in their own spaces. And then there are other people that I would never, ever like to hear from ever again. And it's because they've continued to harass me in different ways outside of the game. So Mm -hmm. it's like, if you can apologize and own your shit 
I can respect you and root for you from afar, but I'm not trying to do the fighting online and creating storylines and being this character in the real world. Cause what? Like I'm not trying to have ongoing, I'm not trying to have ongoing beefs with people. I got my own shit I want to do. I feel like, cause that's, I feel like a big brother America is like that. I wonder if big brother Canada, cause I'm Canadian. I wonder if big brother Canada is just like all friendships. Where in Canada? They're all nice. Toronto. Okay. I'm from Detroit. So we used to jump up to Windsor all the time. Oh, because of the drinking age. Yeah. Yeah. You got me. House of Family <laughs> Detroit. That's what they used to do. Oh, all right. You know, yeah. wow. I've been there before. That's rare. To go to Detroit? I mean, like, are people, people... People don't like Detroit? People, look, people love Detroit now. I grew up there in the late 90s, early 2000s. It's like, people weren't just visiting Detroit for fun, you know? No, they didn't want to see 8 Mile, Eminem and shit. <sighs> they would just watch the movie. It's fine. You can Google Maps it and see it. They were fine. <laughs> Guys, no, seriously, if you don't know this, actually, now you got me going. Eight Mile is literally just the road that is the border between the suburbs and the city of Detroit. I would cross. I lived on Seven Mile, grew up on Seven Mile. And here we go. Seven Mile, (laughs) my area that I grew up in was like very like black excellence. Everyone's a doctor or a business owner something like that. Right. Right. And so you literally just go over an overpass and under the overpass is Eight Mile. It is just a road. There's nothing special about it. It's just a road to get oh, to the suburbs. there's not like freestyle battles going on and shit? No. <laughs> you Damn. go on YouTube. I can't. That's all that is. Oh, that was my dream growing up. I was going to go to 8 Mile and freestyle battle with someone. And so you visited your family in Canada. No, you visited your family in Detroit. Yeah. And it was a. It was just like a family reunion type thing. But you didn't go to 8 Mile and do a freestyle battle? Nah. Mm. I went to like, uh, mm. we went shopping and I had these Jordans on. And What year co- was this? How old are you? I'm 29. Damn, okay. But I just, when was that? I was probably like 12 or whatever. Okay, okay, okay. So it was like I was wearing Jordans and then my older cousins were like, hey, don't wear those Jordans when we go to the store or whatever like that. And I was like, okay. Hmm. So I would just wear like some slides. But I didn't realize until I was older that. You could have gotten jacked. I could have got jacked. Well, no, you just had to save that for later on in LA. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Yeah, thanks we're for bringing doing, that back we're up. Doing great here. Thanks. Yeah. Not to. I feel like I'm just. I'm basking in the glow of my wins, and I'm just throwing trauma at you. No, that's like the theme of like this podcast is becoming. Yeah. Dom's world, great Dom's place world. to be. Yeah. Don't come visit. <laughs> don't stay. Don't stay. Don't, <laughs> don't stay. stay. We're not building properties out here. Um. Let's go. I'm gonna ask you some questions. You can about ask me anything you want. All right. and, I mean, your nails are better than mine, so you can you can drag me. It's fine. Ask me anything you want. When were you? Okay. When were you in a pageant? Uh, so I competed in my first pageant when I was a senior in college in D.C. And I lost. I made semifinals, whatever. The girl that won went on to win Miss USA that year. And that was 2017. And I took three years off. And I competed in my home state, Michigan. So I still had dual residency. And so I competed in Michigan, got second runner-up, and won the swimsuit competition. And then three months later, it was January 2020. And I was like, I'm going to train for this pageant and I'm going to win in September. February comes. March comes. COVID. So that pageant that was going to happen that year got rescheduled three times. And it didn't actually happen until August 2021. And that's when I won Miss Michigan USA. Whoa. Yeah. So I can be at Miss Michigan. How do you train for a pageant? Okay. So people think it's like you're measuring yourself with the tape all the time and you're practicing why am I going to make the world a better place type of questions? No, it's bullshit. I just think you're training to make yourself a better person. Yeah. So I'm watching the news and I'm writing questions about what do I think is happening. 
How do I feel about what is happening? You're journaling a lot. You're analyzing your daily life. How do I feel about things and what do I have to say in response? Mm -hmm. That's what everybody should be doing. We should all be educating ourselves, right? You're working out, but I'm not measuring my thighs saying, my thighs need to look this specific way. No, I'm eating right. I'm making a habit out of being healthy and my body is reaping the benefits out of that. Yeah. Yeah, I'm training questions. Yes, I am designing a gown or buying a gown and practicing walking in it. You know why? I don't want to trip in six inch heels. I don't want to look like a dumbass. Yeah. You do walking practices and you practice talking in a way that's digestible for all of America. I think overall you're just trying to make yourself a better person. It's not – I get really frustrated when people think that pageant girls are existing to appease other people. It's like, no, I'm just trying to be the best version of myself right. so I can walk on a stage and say, this is who I am. Take it or leave it. And yeah. if you leave it, I'll be fine. Do you think that – kind of helped or like translated into Big Brother a bit? A little bit, yeah. I always felt like pageants, this is going to sound really cocky, but I felt like pageants didn't make me, I made pageants. Mm-hmm. Um, I was always this person, right? I've always been a person that loves public speaking. I've always been a person that loves being on stage. Like I love doing middle school and high school plays, mm-hmm. right? Were you were you a musical theater kid? Yes and no. So I was a, I was president of the choir. I did choir from fourth grade until I graduated high school. Oh, you like, sing. Uh, I can carry a tune. <laughs> 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 I put it this yeah. way. I put it this way. If you put me next to somebody in LA that's like, oh, can you sing? I can't sing. But if we're getting dinner and we're singing happy birthday to somebody, I'll be the best one there singing happy birthday. Oh, okay. Right? I right? See. It's like, I can like carry a tune. Singer. Yeah, 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 yeah. If we're in the car, they'll be like, oh, she can sing. But if you put me next to somebody that can sing. Right. I like we cook it in the kitchen. Yeah, I, and you, it's cute. you sing a little something, I'd be like, oh. Right, yes, okay. yes. Right. You'd be like, oh, I bet you could sing. Right. But if you hand me like, go sing the national anthem. Oh. Mm-mm. You'd be sounding like Fergie. <sighs> I would have to sound like Fergie. <laughs> I'd have to put a little stank on it to cover up yeah. the rest. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you, so, okay, so you're choir. Right, choir. I, I like being you on like, stage. Yeah, I like performing. You like performing. Right. What's your sign? I'm a Capricorn. Oh, my little brother's Capricorn. Capricorn sun, Capricorn moon, Cancer rising. Oh, okay. that, Capricorn you know sun and moon? Sun and moon, baby. Damn, double. Mm. I'm a Cancer sun and Cancer moon. Damn. Double homicide. <laughs> okay, <lot>. well. <laughs> like I, you, don't, you don't know that I, quote? I, no, I do. Oh, okay. I was like, damn. Like I, <laughs> I mean, that's like, that's a lot of emotion. Uh, yeah, that's I'm usually... super serious with a little emotion, you know? Yeah, fine. I mean, you have a Cancer rising. I do. That's my little emotion. Yeah. So you you have to throw shots at me. That no, is, I, I didn't throw see, and now I look emotional because I reacted to it. You know what? I don't <laughs> give a f- damn cancer. Don't give a. F- uh huh. Sure. You go. You, <laughs> you can say you give a. F- it's okay. What? No, I don't. Okay. He's I a don't. liar, America. I'm a Taurus rising. And I'm stubborn. and I'm staying on that fact. Oh my god. Okay, so you're double water and minor earth, and I'm double earth, minor water. Yeah. This is fun. Yeah. This is why this is so psychotic. Yeah. So far. <laughs> I mean, my little brother is a Capricorn. Yeah. What that's is my he? Best friend. That's so sweet. Yeah. I'm an only child, so I don't know what that's like. Oh. <laughs> Friendship? Siblings? Uh, weird to me. That's why I have a dog. Oh, that makes sense. Oh, yes. So you're an only child? I'm an only child. What's that like? It's great. <laughs> I don't have to share shit. I know. You're like the center of attention. Uh, you're like the favorite. I'm, I, by you're default. The, yeah, by exactly. default. How do you yeah. think that makes me feel? It's better than not being the favorite. And like, <laughs> you, not, like there is no default. It's just like, no. You I, say that. I like your little brother personal. better. Damn. Okay. I was going to say, it looks like you that's some personal stuff you're saying, but it, true? 
Yeah, I mean, me and my brother go back and forth. Like, he thinks I'm the favorite, but I'm like, you're definitely the favorite, dude. Why? Well, I just, I was a, I was a really mischievous kid. I got in a lot of shit growing up. Uh huh. Yeah. I heard he got stabbed. Uh, yeah. 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 Where'd you hear that? From? I, I did some research oh, before okay. I came here. <laughs> Is that on the internet? <laughs> well, I was, it's on your page. Or no, it was on. I listen. I Spotify. I was like, okay, let's get into this a little bit and see what happens. And you're like, yeah, like I got stabbed and I ate a burger and then passed out again. Yeah, that happened. Yeah. yeah. So yeah, I I caused my mom a lot of like what the f moments, you know. So yeah, and my little brother is like this, like has gotten into no trouble. Sweetest kid, mm. great age, just wants to play basketball, just like a damn Capricorn. Yeah, mm -hmm. just minds his business. Mm -hmm. but we were talking about me in the first place, so let's let's go back to that. Yeah, sorry. Go. Yeah, <laughs> sorry, my fault. <laughs> huh. I think you you asked me. Um, Thought this was my world. Yeah. Joking. Mm. Mm. It's what happens when you bring me in. Yeah, this is two main characters going yeah. at We're, it. Right this now. is fun for me. I'm enjoying this. I'm really having fun here. Um, I okay, what choir, was it? choir, pageants, choir, pageants, theater. You asked. Oh, you asked if pageants translated into right, right, right. And so I feel like I've always been this person, and the pageant space was just the right space for me to exist and like show all my things, right? Mm -hmm. And so when we go to the Big Brother house and people are like, oh, like pageants helped you, pageants helped you. It's like, okay, maybe pageants give me some more practice, but it wasn't like the pageant molded this girl that didn't have any of the skill set into this perfect pageant prototype Barbie that could go and dominate Big Brother. It's like, no, I've always been this girl. I just had extra practice and then got thrown into this environment too. Yeah. Do you feel at any points you kind of, you got lucky or you feel like looking back like. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> yes. Are you kidding me? Look, I don't think there's a single big brother winner that hasn't had a little bit of dumb luck in yeah. their experience. You have to. Like, I don't think that everything is predetermined in the world. Like I, that's, I'm not that woo woo. Kudos to you if you're that woo woo. I just, I can't mentally get there. Um, but I don't think that anybody could play a 90 to 100 day game and not have a little bit of dumb luck help them in the end. Yeah. There's so many things. Like if you put me back in a Big Brother simulator and ran my exact season back a hundred times, I think I win like the one time that I won. You know, yeah. it's it was a crazy, crazy, I don't want to call it a fluke, but it's just so rare to go in the house and have my experience and come out the winner in yeah. such a dominant fashion too. Like it, it just doesn't happen. Is there anything you would have changed if you could have gone if you could go back? Obviously, you won. Right. So it's like the, the short change. answer is no, yeah. right? But the real answer is like, yeah, I think I would have been a lot more open with the women and being like, hey, I'm trying to kind of play double agent and get close to the guys so we can put the women forward. Like, mm -hmm. I said this in my whole casting process. I want to play a game that is woman forward. I want to get as many women to the end together. That's what I wanted to do. Mm -hmm. I got in the house and the pageant girl stereotype ran with a life of its own. And then I was hanging out with the guys a lot more. Mostly because the guys were in like public spaces and I thought we were all going to be in public spaces. But yeah. anyway, all that being said, it gave people the wrong taste about me for a plethora of different reasons. And I just wish that I either knew to combat that earlier or or had the foresight to see it was happening sooner. Yeah. But I didn't. It's okay. It's okay. Because you won. Out. Yeah. <laughs> Everything worked out. Yeah. So let's ask you some big brother questions. Okay. But I, I want to ask you Big Brother questions. What do you know about Big Brother? You explain to me Big Brother from from, from my Dom's point world. of view. Yes. People go in a house, right? Yes. They can't leave the house. And I know that they there's challenges. And I know somebody wins 
I know somebody wins an HOH. Oh, okay. I don't know what that means. That's I just fair. I just got a PR package one time and I got slippers that said HOH. Damn, that's nice. I didn't get slippers that said HOH. Well, they didn't fit. So Mine were cheap. You can have them. Okay. Um, I'm shocked you still have them. Well, I... Uh, yeah. What do you know. do? Yeah, what do you do? You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> uh, so I know there's like an HOH. I don't know what that means. And then I know you have to like... At the end, there's a vote or something. It's like Survivor where there's like a vote at the end mm -hmm. and like you can't piss off too many people because then people won't vote for you. Mm. But also you can't piss people off because then people will respect your game and vote for you mm -hmm. or something along that lines. Mm -hmm. Okay. That's about the extent that I know. That's pretty good. That's yeah. fair. So yeah. house, people live in a house. 16 strangers live in a house. Yes. Every week there's a competition to win head of household, HOH. Yeah. That person nominates two people to be evicted, eliminated at the end of the week. Right. And so there's the competition to be HOH, the people who are nominated. There's a veto competition where you could like save yourself or save somebody else. Minor nuances, right? Ultimately, it is a social game. So you can win competitions to further your social game. Once you hit the last nine people, the last nine people, they live it up. They go to a mansion in Calabasas and they are held there and sequestered until the end. Right. When there's final two, the last two standing give speeches to explain their game. And then that jury of nine votes between those two people who should win. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, do you? There's like celebrity or like all star seasons was, too, right? There were all star seasons and there was celebrity. I don't. Oh, you're like all star. Back. You're gonna be all star. Oh, uh, we'll see. We'll see. I mean, would like, you if, do it again? If here's my stipulation: if they do an all star season, because here's the thing: I like, I won in the most dominant fashion. I'm probably the one that has the most to lose as far as like the legend card, right? Mm. So you're kind of like, you're like the Michael Jordan. That's a crazy. big brother. Right if, now. if I agree to that, I'm going to get dragged on the internet. That's crazy. I'll, call, I'll say it. You're okay. like the Michael Jordan. Those are words that were said. A big brother that I sat here. You're the goat. Spoken. Uh, yeah. You know, depending who you ask, yeah. there are other amazing. Players. To be honest, I've heard a word you say all here is bah, bah, <laughs> that's all I hear. So <laughs> just edit, edit this whole thing. Just me buying. Yeah. It's just you buying. Just you know what I'm saying? <laughs> I understand the dog when I was understanding you because you're the goat. So <laughs> I'll take it. it. I will accept it for this venue. Um, but it's like, if we do an all-star season, my requirements are that it's a 28 day game. I'll do like a 35 day game. Hell, I'll do a 45 day game. That's stretched, mm. right? It's gotta be condensed season. You gotta have other people who have won the game. Okay, because mm -hmm. I don't want to be the only winner because I step inside there at the first day. They're like, get her the hell out of here. Right. Yeah. I like I famously survived the chopping block six times my season. Yeah. So put me on the block. You got to get me out quickly because mm -hmm. I will come back. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah, we need other people that have like high stakes as far as right. competitive comp uh, competitive reputation. No, of course, you're going to need like you're the Michael Jordan. So you're going to need the Kobe to come in. Yeah. You need LeBron to come I in. I need Shields. You need the Serena Williams to come. You need, hell you know yeah. what I'm saying? Mm -hmm. You need all the people, all the all stars to come in. Damn right. And get to work. Yeah. But yeah, I'm going to give you the title. I'll take it. Thanks. Yeah. Dominant. D dominant. Did you just, because of the name? Because of what? The Dom, Dom's World, Dominant. Oh, shit. Yeah, I did that on purpose. <laughs> I believe you. I did that on purpose. That was that. on me. All right, can we go back to week one? <laughs> can we? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Let's me? do it. <laughs> I'm going to ask these questions as if I know what. what this what, is so what, fun. <laughs> no, I love this. He knows, this man knows nothing about Big Brother. He's, We're going he's back. smart. He's so smart. We're going did back. you take the ACT or SAT? Uh, I'm Canadian. I don't know what that means. Damn. I don't know what that is. All right. It's a dumb question. Yeah. Back to your <laughs> I don't know question. What it, I don't know what my IQ is, but I know it's probably very high. Low. Have more faith in yourself. Nah. No, you're so smart. No, no. You're so smart. I'm not. You are. Don't do that. Wow. 
Because people can think that. Mm -hmm. Some people might think that I'm not. Okay. I'm not. I'm really not. I'm really dumb. Like D-O-M. Like really dumb. No, 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 no. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, no, no, no. <laughs> like up here, uh, nothing's going on. Just tweet, tweet. Yeah. Okay. The grinds are, are spinning, but uh -huh. they're not attached to anything. They're just flopping around. Okay. Yeah. All right. So the questions that someone else wrote for you yeah. are... I just come here and talk. I'm, I'm, I, I'm can pretty I sub much in one AI. day? I'll sub. Okay. Yeah, you can sub in. That's fine. It probably wouldn't change. It probably might do better. Oh, <laughs> you're a pretty boy. No. <laughs> I'm down. I'm moving here in November. Shit, that's next month already. You're moving? Yeah. From where? Oh, are you still in Detroit? Barely. I say the Delta Lounge is my apartment more than anything these days. Literally, oh, I haven't been home longer than two and a half weeks since the show ended. And that was like a week ago, a year ago. Just like a week, two to a year ago. Yeah, literally. Vacations? Sure. I mean, I could call it all vacation. My accountant wouldn't like that. You have an accountant? I want $800,000. Oh, that's true. Yeah. yeah. You, I, I couldn't <laughs> be left to my own devices. That's terrifying. That I guess, yeah. Well, when... Okay. What do you do when you have 800000 What did you do? What was the first thing you did? So... Wait, because I know this from reality TV. You uh -huh. don't get the money right away, obviously. You have to wait until the show's out. Uh, oh, yeah. Okay. I mean, yeah. let's let's break down the the check that I got. And then we'll get to the questions because I know someone labored very hard and I respect the work of hard labor. Yes. Um. So I got off the show. You get paid $1,000 a week for being on the show. Um. So that's why everyone's like, I just want to make jury. I just want to make jury because you want to get the full yeah. 13 if you can. Um. So I thought that if you won the whole game, you don't get that thousand a week. You do. Right. So I got 750K grand prize. Literally, this is what's itemized on the check when it got delivered about a month after I won. It was hand delivered by UPS in like a first class mail situation. He knocks on the door, open. I was like, oh my God. He goes, can you just sign here? I was like, yeah, oh my God. I opened it up. It said grand prize, $750,000. Crazy. And then it said like, weekly stipend or something like that. And it was 13,000. Like, this is crazy. And then it said, um, America's favorite player, $50,000. Then it had California taxes, $50,000 removed. Mm -hmm. So basically I ended up with like 760 something was on the check, which is still insane and terrifying to have on my person. Mm -hmm. And I went to the bank and I gave it to them and the girl's eyes went wide and she was like, I'll be right back. I have to go. I have to go get somebody. So she gets the manager. Like, can we have your ID? Can we check this? I'm like, can you just put this damn money in my account? They finally get the check through, and it says I would have like twenty thousand dollars posted within three days, which again, crazy. And then they said it would take four weeks for the rest of the money to hit my account. I still had bills to pay that yeah. I was not paying when I was gone. So I'm like, okay, I'm paying some catch up. I'm doing a little bit of this and that. And then when it finally hit and I had that 760 something in my account or, you know, a little more because I had some money before, but it was just this crazy thing of like, I don't want to touch any of this. Yeah. I don't want to buy coffee. I don't want to buy stupid things. The second I start buying stupid little things, the whole account's going to be gone. I just know myself. Right. So then I called an accountant, finally got one, and was like, I just want to take care of taxes first. I don't want to buy anything, spend anything until the taxes are done. So we paid taxes to the state, federal, and California was already taken out. So that took me down to about half a million. But still, it's like I'm walking around with half a million in my account. Yeah. So I cut that in half. 
um, invested half and I was like, okay, the rest I'll figure out with. And then that's when brand deals started coming and other cool stuff. So it's been just crazy. I mean, I was making $50,000 as a personal stylist before I got into pageants. I did the pageant and that put me and my family in the red, honestly, because a lot of people were investing in my dream, right? But I didn't win Miss USA. The cash prize at Miss USA is $100,000. There's no cash prize at the state level. Mm -hmm. So I was in the red and not doing so well coming out. So Big Brother really, it, it changed my life in the sense where, yes, I will still have to work, but it changed my life in the sense of I have so much more freedom to pursue whatever it is that I want to do now. Yeah, It's been really f***ing cool. Do you have any ideas what, like, what's next or are you just kind of just like figuring that out so no if i was still figuring it out a year ago my money would be gone and that'd be terrifying yeah. <laughs> but um no yeah i really want to be in the space of entertainment news so right now i've been doing exit interviews for big brother under entertainment tonight so that's been like a dream come true yeah and, you know, the videos come out and it's got the et banner on and i'm like that's me <laughs> i did it like I'm, I'm doing it yeah so i've got an agent now and we're working on shopping with different agencies to see which will be the right space for me for entertainment news. And then of course I want to have my own ownership, like a blog and a podcast. So I just, I love the space of entertainment because I think it's so much more reflective of our larger politics and things we care about in, in nuanced ways. Mm -hmm. And I think because women generally gravitate more towards entertainment, it's an undervalued or underappreciated aspect of it all. But I just want to give real value and depth to that whole conversation. Yeah. Are you, is there any part of you that's worried about like, moving forward into like these new endeavors and still being kind of like having that big brother label attached to you. Um, cause you know, like doing reality TV is kind of like, it's hard to, yeah. If you ever want to pursue anything else, it's like, you're always going to be that person Taylor from big brother. Yeah. That's a really, that's a good question. Right. Because there are a lot of people, there are so many people that have come from big brother. Mm -hmm. Um, I don't know if you've seen like laser away all over the place. It's a massive, uh, injectables company across the country where you can go in. It's a med spa, mm -hmm. a med spa that's franchised across the country. The owner of Laser Away was on Big Brother season two, the winner of Big Brother season two. Mm -hmm. And unless you know about Big Brother, when you see Laser Away, you don't know, oh, the guy that won Big Brother owns all of these, right. right? The person that owns It Cosmetics was on the first season of Big Brother. And she's got more money than like any of the winners combined, right? Yeah. You don't know that. Marcellus Reynolds, he was on the third season of Big Brother. Um, I think the first black gay man on network primetime TV. He is so deeply entrenched in the fashion and arts community in a way that you just would not know. Literally, I talked to one of the, I talked to a model, a famous black international model. I had no idea he was on reality TV. So it's really inspirational to see that there are people who have broken out of it. Mm -hmm. All that being said, I'm always going to have the title of first black woman to win Big Brother, like all these firsts that come with my win. Yeah. So I don't want to turn my back on that, and I don't think I'll ever be ashamed of that. But I look at it as a step to the next thing, just like I saw pageants to the next thing. Mm -hmm. And I don't think it's a bad thing to say, this is part of my legacy, and I want more. Yeah. I try really hard not to denigrate anything I have done, because for other people, this could be the biggest thing that they want. And that's not bad. But I also don't think it's bad to keep wanting more. Do I yeah. think it'll be hard to break out of? I don't know if I want to break out of it. Because I'm always mm -hmm. going to be really proud of of that arc that I had and what it meant for other people. Yeah. I like that. Thanks. <laughs> I be spinning fire sometimes. I don't know. Yeah, let's go. You got some bars. You be spinning. Yeah, every now and then. <laughs> All right. 
I think I gotta get to these questions. Yeah, yeah. Before I've, I've been I've been yeah. messing with you. There's a lot. There's a lot of people here that are big fans, and there's some questions. Hi, <laughs> All right, let's get to them. Um, can we go back to week one? Let's go. Did you have a game plan going in? <laughs> I think everybody has a game plan. Look, I initially said I knew that I was not the strategist of the season. I'm not a big strategy person, but I would rely more on my social connections, lay low, because look, I, pageant girl walking in, I had this big glam persona, and it's also just who I am, like big hair, lots of makeup, flashy dresses. I wanted to play the game low and just focus on making social connections going in. Mm -hmm. I walk in the house the very first day and within minutes of the show starting, flip a script and people were already talking bad about me. I like yeah. I started from the lowest and most difficult position. So my strategy was thrown out for me before I could even do what I <laughs> thought my strategy was. Were you did you watch it back? Did you watch the show back? I've made it maybe halfway through the season. Um, and then I've jumped from episodes here and there, but have I sat down and watched it all in order and every single episode? No. No. I know what happened. Yeah. Obviously. Yeah. But like, was it hard watching some of that? Watching some of the back? Was it awkward? Was it hard watching it? Was it weird? You know, I think because people had already acknowledged, hey, I said this about you and I feel bad. All, most of the apologies happened before people walked out the door. Right. They said, hey, I thought this about you. And now that I'm getting to know you while I'm walking out the door, I feel really bad and I'm sorry. And then we got out of the house and they watched the clips of them doing everything they said. And they came back and said, I watched it back and I'm so sorry again. Yeah. So like I said, if you can own your shit, if you can apologize when you know you've done wrong before the whole world being like, smack cam, look what you did. Yeah. I can respect that. Mm -hmm. So when I'm watching it back, it's like, oh, one, I wasn't crazy. And two... I already expected this because they already told me to apologize. So like, mm. it's better than getting a side swipe and be like, oh, I, I thought we were cool. I thought everything was fine. Yeah. No, you owned it. We worked through it. And I'm in a place where if I ever have any issues with somebody that has apologized, I can call them up and be like, hey, this is bothering me. Can we talk about it? And right. they'll be cool enough. Yeah. yeah. It's better than people. Some people like see that and they'll double down for the sake of... <sighs> Views or engagement or stuff oh, like that. Oh, and that that exists. Yeah, that exists. And it's a bummer because I really liked. I I saw the potential in a friendship with that person who was doing that, and so every time I see this person popping off like that, I'm like, like I liked your taste in music, and like you were a cool person, and I just I hate to see you being like this because I thought you were cool. Yeah, that's reality TV though. That's reality TV. Get them clicks. Get them yeah. likes. Yeah, there's either one. Or, I feel like it's always one or two things with reality. It's like either, either you're the most hated. Or you're the most liked yeah. amongst like the viewers. And that's what kind of yeah. like brings you the most attention. And mm. if you're like somewhere in that middle, it's like you have like two options. It's either like to get yourself involved or to like just tear people down. Sometimes. Yeah. And it's tough. It's also like being in the position of being the most liked. Um, it was like I am the most liked and anybody that doesn't agree with Taylor is a bad person. And I'm like, whoa, whoa, whoa. The nuance exists and yeah. that's okay. And so I took a lot of responsibility personally. I was like, I don't want you all sending hate to people in my name. And I still say this all the time. And I it kills me when I see people sending hate to people, even the people I don't like. It's like, I would rather you send me love and uplift other people than dedicate your time to hating other people because that's just going to get them fuel to fire or it's going to push them into a darker place than they need to be. And yeah. I don't want that happening in my name. Yeah, I don't know how long I can say that. One, without it being effective, and two, without like sacrificing my online persona to defending other people. So that's what I struggle with now. It's been a year. 
And I still don't want people doing all this in my name. And I'm sure that some people will start to like, it's just what happens with fame. If you are the most loved, you have the farthest to fall. So there's yeah. some things that start to turn against me. And it's like, what is my responsibility in the space? And am I doing enough? Do I have to do the most? I think it's okay. I struggle with it. I'm trying to figure it out. Yeah, actually, I was talking to a friend about that. And I think, because I kind of dealt with that as well, where like, you know, certain things happened to me on the show and people were hating on people. And like, I made the choice of like, I'm never going to direct anything, any sort of content. Yep. And instead, I like would pivot it back on me. I would just make fun of myself Yeah. on the show. But then it turned into, it was like, oh, he's just making fun of himself. But then it was like, because I was like on this pedestal, it took one little feather. And then also it was like, someone was like, all he does is play the victim. And then oh. everything starts to f fall apart. Uh huh. And I was talking to a friend about that. And he's like, at some point, you just become numb to it. Yeah. You can't control anything. You just focus on what you can, what you can control. Yeah. And that's all you can do. Mm -hmm. How people react, what people say, well, however people want to place you in that world, you can't do anything. The more you try to fight it, the like the quicker your castle crumbles. Yeah. And you can't lose yourself to that. Yeah. That's all it is. So. That would just be my advice. Like eventually you just become that. like numb to it and you just, you see, I've, see, I've seen comment threads about me or whatever mm. that have just like, they escalate so quickly. So fast. <laughs> I hope so, you never go on Reddit. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. oh well, yeah. That, I, yeah, I yeah, hope that. you never go on a Reddit that is dedicated to you. I, I used to. Oh. And then I, I deleted. I deleted yeah, Reddit. we gotta get that off, that. I got yeah. off that. It's real yeah, bad out there. Bad. But, um, but yeah, that would just be my advice is like, it just it becomes numb eventually. And then, and then once you find that numbness, there's like a, like a, a beauty like a in that numbness, a freedom in that numbness of like, you just look at a shit ton of comments. You're like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> Next. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's go to, oh, okay. Let's go week six. <laughs> He's like, oh, I want to jump. Oh yeah. Oh, hey. Whoa. <laughs> week six. <laughs> I want to know about this competition. Uh, in week six, the wall played the hardest big brother. I had, that's why I'm an idiot. I saw BB and I was like, wait a minute. What does that mean? Um, big brother competition all season. It's its own lexicon. We yeah. went through this. You're learning. <laughs> where, where all the contestants have to stand on a wall for as long as possible. Yeah. And whoever's the last one standing is head of the house. That's what HOH means. That's what HOH means. Um, so Taylor, you are smart. Yeah, I'm okay? learning. He's very smart. <laughs> Taylor goes on to win. You, sorry. <laughs> so fun keep going keep this all in <laughs> you're doing great who hired me um, <laughs> you go on to win this in under 46 minutes which is one of the quickest finishes to that competition is there a question uh i i, I thought it was do you have thoughts <laughs> <laughs> oh <laughs> I have sparks. nothing. I have nothing in my brain. Yeah. <laughs> what, what did I just ruin? Oh, okay. There it is. Yeah. The lamp part. Um, thoughts? Yeah. On the uh, wall. Thoughts. Okay. Commentary on uh, competition. Do you do you understand what the wall is in any capacity? Okay. So there's a Re wall. Re-raise the question. Okay. There's a wall. <laughs> this is great. Yes. And you have to stand on this wall uh -huh. for as long as possible. Yes. Seems pretty. It seems very straightforward, right? Yeah. So imagine this wall has... Uh, it tilts forward and mm. it has like four different positions. So you have one, two, three, and four. And so it's a really popular, let me get close to the mic. It's a really popular game that everybody gets really excited about. 
And so when you climb onto the wall, you're literally scooting against the wall until the game starts and you have grips on the wall that you hold on to. Mm -hmm. So we have goggles and hats and they throw goo at us and they throw water on us and they hit us with like crazy wind. And I think this, this season they had these giant meatballs, which were just like giant balls that they would swing and smack at people. So it's very, very physical. Okay, yeah. And you just have to hold on for your life while it tilts forward. So it's very core forward. I'm a Pilates girl. I'm not like... You that Pilates body. Yeah. I'm not a CrossFit bitch, okay? Good for them. I'm not doing all the run and jump and everything. We're extending and leaning and heavy core. Mm -hmm. So the wall was perfect for me. I barely felt any tension in my body. Um, but also I've heard they are intentionally making the wall harder because this thing used to go on for hours. Like, yeah. I think the longest one was about two hours, two hours and something minutes. Oh, someone for, just holding on to the... Yeah. Door. While the wall, it's like tilting forward and mm -hmm. literally like they'll just hold it on the furthest setting to get someone to finally fall and then they'll go back mm -hmm. until you have the last person standing, right? So um, over the seasons, the production team is like, we want to go home. <laughs> like, we don't want to man this operation for yeah. hours and hours anymore. So they made it increasingly harder. So there's more water, more things thrown at you, more tricks to try to get you to fall off the wall. Um, it just, it was so cool for me because there are so many ways that the Big Brother games in the current era favor men when it comes to physicality or strength or height differences there are small nuances where men just perform better in competitions mm -hmm. and like i said this is a social game first but the easiest way to curry favor and power in the game is to win a competition because that's when people come to deal do deals with you and make social connections so there were a lot of moments in the big brother house where i felt like am i not as competitive as i thought i was am i not as capable in all these different ways that I thought I could be. And winning the wall just gave me that extra confidence to feel like, no, you you are just as capable as anybody else. It just When you are completely isolated in that space, to win something like that, that you know is going to matter to people outside. And that competition specifically was live streamed when so few are live streamed. Yeah. It was just cool to be like, oh, this is a moment not just for me, but the whole world gets to share in it too. So that was that's by far just a really, really exciting accomplishment that yeah. I have. That's I love why, that game. That's why you're Serena Williams of Big Brother. All right. You know, that's why. <laughs> this is fun. <laughs> I, I like it here. I get compliments. I get to talk. Yeah. My dog's hanging out. Yeah. You're not terrible. Oh, wow. Well. Yeah. <laughs> 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 that was, I guess that's the best. I feel like that's the best comment I'm going to get. No, um, no. I'll give you a compliment train at the end. <laughs> right into this one. Your iconic and historic speech <laughs> at the end. <laughs> Go on. <laughs> uh, did you rehearse what you were going to say? I did. Um, so I lost. If this is so game forward, I'm sorry. If this is boring to people, um, get better taste. So <laughs> the night before finale, I lost part one and part two of the final head of household competition. If you win part one and part two, you compete live on finale night in a competition that gives, if you win that last competition, mm -hmm. you decide who to take with you to be the last two standing so that the jury decides. Right. So if you win that competition, if you make the right choice, basically you're ensuring I'm bringing the person wi with me that I know I'm gonna beat. I lost part one and part two of that competition. So my fate was in the hands of whoever won part three of the HOH competition. Right. Now, the good part about losing both of those things is that instead of studying all these stats of Big Brother that had happened in my season, I got to dedicate that time into thinking about what my game was throughout the entire season. 
And I had the time to sit in the bathroom by myself and craft a speech that I felt exemplified my experience, why my game decided to be a win-worthy game. Um, and so I practiced it and I thought about it. I had like a general outline. And here's a secret that a lot of people don't know. When you are in the DR, if you're on the block, when you're in the diary room, you actually have to say your speech to the person in the diary room. And they'll be like, oh, you you can't say this because like we might get a I don't know, copyright or something. Or like if I wanted to quote a song, too many words of the song couldn't be used because they could get slapped with something, right? Mm -hmm. Or like I wanted to mention the Grammys. I couldn't say the Grammys. I would have had to say like an acting award. So yeah. they basically have to hear your speech before you do it to know, okay, you can say this. You can't say that, right? Well, I'd done that at that point five times because I've been on the block five times. So I knew what the power of a speech could do. I'd seen it work. I'd seen it save me multiple times before. It was always about social connections and giving speeches. So mm -hmm. taking that time to craft it and to practice it was important to me. But I wasn't the only one that practiced the speech. Not I am not a victim. I am a victor. Yep. <laughs> All right. So you see what I was saying about merch? Yeah. yeah I'm a little yeah, late. Yeah. I'm a little late. I'm like a year behind, but I think it'll still hit. You I don't just know. sell swords. Ah, that feels like a liability. <laughs> <laughs> just sell weapons. Yeah, yeah. I'll be an arms to, dealer now. Yeah, to children. Sure. <laughs> Inspired by Dom. You can take the legal responsibility on that one. Yeah, in case. <laughs> um. <laughs> I say it. Yeah. <laughs> um, wait, I have to ask you another. Oh. What was that? I yeah. forgot. This is a dating podcast. Um, oh, this is a dating podcast. I think so. Sometimes. I oh, okay. Know. Is Dom? Uh, is, is this your... just how you date people? Are you asking me if I'm single? Uh, no. Ooh. Well, uh, are you? Uh, yeah. Are you? I am. Okay. Yeah. How's that going for you? It's going. Okay. I mean, How's there's it, no really other other way for it to go. I, mean, I feel like you could be like, I've been going on great dates, but I'm realizing I need to focus on me or like, I'm not looking for marriage, but I'm having fun dating. I don't know. I, I have been dating, but I'm learning a lot about myself because I'm not usually in the dating pool. Okay. And now that I'm in the dating pool, I'm learning a lot about myself. Are you saying you're usually in like long-term relationships? So you're yeah. Not okay, okay. I'm okay. usually, I'm like a serial monogamous. Oh, lover boy. Yeah, okay. and now I'm like dating. I'm in the dating pool, dating around. And I'm mm -hmm. learning a lot about myself, and I'm like, I shouldn't. Be, I shouldn't date. I shouldn't date around. Okay, like your heart gets caught up too too easily with everybody. And yeah, it's like around. one of those things. Like I thought I was good at this, and now I'm realizing like I might, I might be a bad person. So, <laughs> oh, so this is my podcast now. How are you a bad person? Well, I just like there was a period of time where I was like, okay, everyone. Especially like dating shows. Mm -hmm. Everyone gets chosen to be on a dating show because there's something wrong with you. Right? Ooh, okay. Like there's what? you have one little quirk, there's something wrong with you. That's great. And I look around <laughs> at like castmates or people that I meet in the dating space or whatever. I'm like, I there's something wrong with you. And then I'm like, that would mean there's something wrong with me. Mm -hmm. What is that thing? So Do I've been trying know? to figure out what that thing is. You don't know yet. And I've been dating day pool. I know what that thing is now. Okay. Yeah. And it is. I I don't wanna say. Why? I feel like this is because I'm still trying. I'm still I'm still dating. Are you grappling with it? Like, are you you're struggling with it? And we don't want to acknowledge it. No, I've acknowledged it. I okay. understood it's a thing. Okay, but I'm afraid if I say it out loud, mm -hmm. it'll ruin my chances of ever going on a date ever again and figuring that out. So what I'm hearing in my years of of therapy practice, because I'm a medical practitioner, um, it sounds. Are you in therapy? Yeah. Okay. Good. Like I like I know what it is. Right. It's okay. Uh-huh. This is what it is. And this is gonna get really deep for a quick second. We're here. Right? Yeah. Is I've always been 
I've been ser- I'm assuming now I'm a lover boy, but I'm also really independent. Mm-hmm. I care about people. I'm very protective. My active my my love language is acts of service okay. and gift giving. I love making people happy, Aww. right? Yeah. But I think subconsciously, due to abandonment issues when I was a kid, whatever like that, I like doing that for people because there's something in that where I can't do for myself. Mm. Like there's something empty in here that I can't do for myself, and I like tr- especially now. I think it's gotten worse with the newfound like fame influencer uh, whatever world. I'm with you there. You know, yeah. Uh, it became worse where it's like love. I'm saying I'm like trying to figure out I'm like, is love like the meaning of life? Because love is like the one thing that I can't it's like the one high I can't give myself. Mm-hmm. Is that's the one high that somebody else has to give me in order for me to feel. Mm-hmm. So translating to the dating world, it's like I it's like I I want somebody to love me so bad. Yeah. That I'm just like you know, I'm you're like, this putting is not, that on somebody else, and that's not healthy. Not only put on someone else, but when they, when they feel the same way, you know what I mean. Yeah. It just creates a really like quick and toxic. Right, like you're way too codependent. Yeah, so it's like I love bomb, you love bomb, and it's like just bomb city. It's like now Ooh. the whole city's decimated. Okay. Now, <laughs> All right. Let's. I think maybe like love fireworks. Let's get to the fireworks part. Yeah, um, that's where. Yeah. And but I've. It's like self-awareness, you know, I've realized that yeah. and like I have to adjust that. That's good. But I was new to the dating pool and now I'm retracting. Yeah. I think we, like, we do our best not to harm other people. And as long as we're learning about ourselves and taking ownership and responsibility, then that's okay. Like that's kind of what dating is for. It either yeah. is going to work or it doesn't work. Yeah. I get a lot of shit for that with my last relationship. Like I said, I hooked up with one person on the show, but um, the person I actually dated was the person I had a deep ongoing connection with on the show first. He got eliminated in this crazy twist, and everybody who was part of that came back and told me he betrayed me, yada, yada, yada. So I didn't hook up with this other person out of spite, but I was like, okay, like, this guy never cared about me. Then, like, I'm free to do whatever, I guess. That person is who was in those final two seats with me. Mm -hmm. So I get out the house that night. I see Joseph, my now ex, and turn best friend. And he's like, yeah, like, I never betrayed you. And everybody who said he betrayed me was like, yeah, we kind of went a little far with that Mm. lie. I was like, damn, that's crazy. We dated for about six months after the show. And it was just like this beautiful love and mutual admiration and respect that was based in a friendship. Mm-hmm. And when our relationship ended, I remember telling him like the love that we have had and have as friends and have as like romantic partners, as lovers now, let's just take all of that and put it back into our friendship because this breakup would be so much harder for both of us if we lose each other as friends. Yeah, He's my best friend to this day. Like I was just on the phone with him before I walked in here yeah. yelling about whatever um, on speakerphone because I'd be calling and just bitching to him all the time. Yeah. It's like <laughs> when we broke up, the jailers, that's what they uh, our fandom was called, there was a lot of accusations thrown my way. You just did this for clout. You did this relationship to just rope us in and and just like you sold us this story and you did it for more followers. And I'm like, a relationship is either going to work or it's not. Mm-hmm. And I was in a position where I was saying this relationship is not going to go where I thought it was going to go. And I ended it. And I preserved the friendship. And I'm really, really proud of that. And I'm proud of the relationship we still have. But it really hurts these days when I get that thrown in my face of like, I thought you said he was your forever love. And I was like, well, 
I, I thought he was. Yeah. And he's just not in that way anymore. And that's okay. Yeah. So I think that's kind of this whole dating in the public eye, the thing that hurts the most. It's like people latch so deeply onto you're selling an image of your relationship and this, this, and that. And it's like, well, you have an image of regular Joe Schmo. You have an image of what your relationship is too. Yeah. It just, you're fortunate enough not to have to be doing that in the public eye. So exactly. it's, it's interesting, but yeah, I still get frustrated when people try to throw my relationship in my face. It's like, I love somebody and it didn't work out. It's okay. Yeah. It's like a never, I know exactly what that's like, especially being on a dating show. It's like, yeah, my God, you're just forever. Like somewhat like people are just, your life becomes a romantic comedy mm-hmm. or a romantic or tragedy, tragedy yeah. in my case. <laughs> oh, no. And it's like people just kind of like every – I'm sure people are going to watch this and be like, oh, my God, the chemistry. Oh, don't, don't It's just going to be like – Let me stand next to any man in the reality <laughs> space and then she's dating him. All the time. Even when I was in the relationship, it was like, oh, she's cheating on Joseph with him. And it's like, we went to an event together. What? Yeah. But yeah. All right. So just, it, it happens – yeah. It's going to happen. Get ready for the Daler shippers. I don't know. They're, it's about to be a thing. Tom Daler? or Tom or Daler. I don't know. They'll come up with something. Tom? Taylor and Dom. Oh, I don't like Tom. I don't either. I'm just saying. I like Daler, though. Daler? Daler can go. Okay. Yeah. All right. Or Daylo. Daylo? Where's day the low? Or Day. Day? Yeah. Day All right. D and D and Tay? Yeah. Mm-hmm. This is my anxiety. My, my heart is racing, being like, f- this is about to be so ugly now. <laughs> no, just let it happen. Okay. Just let it happen. Okay, great. Let's say we were to go on a date. Okay. Right? Mm-hmm. Would it be that bad? I, it would be miserable. You're what, a great what, person. What do you do? You're would, a great person. Would it be miserable? I said it would not be miserable. <laughs> it, would, it wouldn't be miserable because of me. No, this is okay. <laughs> okay. What is your okay? What is your impression of me? No, no, no! You're wonderful. You're you are a wonderful. This person. is going all over the place. No. It's not miserable. You're not terrible. No, I said because of me, you're, it would it wouldn't be miserable because of me, not because of you. You would you would be a lovely gentleman. I just know it. Great dry humor. Yes. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Okay, that's what I'm picking yeah. up on. Right, it's my humor. Yeah. It'd be wonderful. Mm-hmm. I would be the weirdo because I'm weird. And what dry. do you do that's weird? Exist. Breathe. I didn't know those are weird things. To some to a lot to of breathe? people. To a lot of people, the way I breathe is weird. How do you how are you breathing? I'm normal, but people don't like me. Are you a mouth breather? No. No. That's weird. Unless I'm like stuffed up, but you can't control that, you know? Uh, you blow your nose. Yeah, but you know, when you're sick, like it's you're congested. There's like remedies, there's teas. There's a lot of things on Amazon to fix that. I heard one of the best relationship questions you should ask, you should ask before getting into a relationship with someone is when you are sick, how do you like to be taken care of? How do you like to be taken care of? I like to not be judged for breathing through my mouth if I'm stuffed up. <laughs> R.I.P. Day. <laughs> <laughs> we hardly knew you. Yeah. <laughs> Didn't even start. Didn't even start. Never nope. had a chance. All right. Can't All right. say I didn't try. Your questions were. Yeah. <laughs> do, you, <laughs> do, my do you have any icks? <laughs> do I have any icks? Yeah. Uh, I guess not mouth breathing. Yeah. <laughs> um, my biggest ick is probably a man that complains all the time. Not even a man that complains all the time, but a man that critiques all the time. You either like me or you don't, mm-hmm. you know? So don't don't critique and criticize me. If you don't like me, you, you can just go. Mm. Like, I could break up with you. You could break up with me. Like you don't. You're not forced to be in this relationship. So yeah, I don't like men that are real picky about how women exist. Mm-hmm. And you can see it before you actually date somebody. If they're critiquing 
just women in the public, public figures who are women, if you pay attention, that's enough to show you like, actually, I don't need to be associated with this person. Right. It won't be healthy for me. That's smart. I just don't like men that talk about women. That's really what it is. Mm-hmm. Ick. I don't like baby talk. <sighs> I'll do baby talk to Benji. He's a baby. That's fine. Yeah. Yeah. But it's more like, like if you and I were in public, and it's like, okay, I got to go put Benji in the crate. I'd probably, I've sang You Are My Sunshine to Benji a few times. It's nice. That's all right. Yeah. Because that's like your son. Yeah. You know? He's sunny. Yeah. He's but if somebody were to come to me and be like, oh my God, don't thank you. I'm like. No, no. Mm. We're adults here. Yeah. Indoor voice. Or just like adult voice. For those of you not watching, Dom decided to leave because he hates me. He's actually, he's he has his penis out. He's going to the bathroom right now. Um, but there's questions we didn't get to because I'm long-winded, so I'm going to answer them rapid fire. There's, you were born on New Year's Eve. How did that make you feel special growing up? It did not. There is no worse day to be born if you want to feel special than on a holiday. New Year's Eve is a day where the entire world is celebrating something other than you. And not only was I born on New Year's Eve and had to celebrate my birthday two weeks ahead of time, I had two other people in my class growing up with me from age four that were also born on New Year's Eve. So it was never special. And I'm always planning around other people's schedules because holiday travel, all that stuff. Pageant, pageants, blah, blah, blah. <laughs> um, what the hell is it like walking around with the title of the first black woman to wing Big Brother? I feel like we talked about that. Who left a bad taste in your mouth after watching? Just go on YouTube and figure that out. I don't want to talk shit about people. <laughs> For someone who has never heard of or watched Big Brother, how would you describe the show to them? Psychotic people live in a house and lie and manipulate each other until they get kicked out. And then one person wins $750,000. 800000 if you're iconic like me. So there are some specific questions about the Big Brother game here. It's very evident that Dom does not watch the show. He admitted it. He doesn't know what the hell we're talking about here. And there's questions about my actual friends here, Michael and Brittany, not giving up on me, investing in me. And it's paid off because I'm going to Michael's wedding on Friday. Yay. Speech, speech, speech. House guest. Winning. Oh, the feeling. What is the feeling? Oh, Taylor, what are words? What is the feeling of winning Big Brother versus winning Miss Congeniality? Miss Congeniality meant a lot to me because it's the only award in the pageant world where your competitors specifically vote for one person to win. And it means you're like the easiest to get along with, nicest person there. So that meant a lot. Um, but it didn't give me any money. So shout out to Big Brother and the people that voted for me for a mix for a player because it's like winning with some geniality except it's a cash prize. And I set it on finale night. Damn, damn, dating life post game. If she brings up Joseph, do you still talk to Joseph? <laughs> We are actually going... When does this come out? This will be November 8th. Oh, damn. Well, it'll be after the wedding. Um, Joseph and I are actually going to share a room at Michael's wedding on Friday, so that'll be fun. Uh, yeah. Right, Benji? <laughs> I just said, oh, shit. It's going to be drama. What is dating life like in LA for you? I don't know, but I'm about to find out because I'm moving next month. This is fun. What does my ideal man look like? Hot and kind. Um... Rich nigga, eight figure. That's my type. That's my type. That's my type. We're we're experimenting though. It's fun. Um, are you ready for some Reddit questions? I was born for this. Stories. I was born for this. Yeah. I love this. This is an ASMR podcast now. We're gonna read. We're gonna 
whisper. No, we're not. Okay. Um, <laughs> you I owe you a drink. I gotta, I gotta, like, I owe you a cocktail after this. I really just put you through the ringer a little bit. Nah, it's fine. We're gonna give advice. I'm ready. On I give some great, dating nightmare stories. I give great dating advice. All right. Well, we're, we're gonna find out okay. if you do. All right. All right. Kill so, him. Done. <laughs> Murder. It's effective. Homicide. Yeah. Manslaughter. Double However you want to do it. Bury them Ice in pick, the ocean. Stab them. Melts. Ice pick? Mm-hmm. What? You stab them with an ice pick and it melts. What melts? The ice pick. It, ice pick melts? It's ice. Oh, you're thinking like the actual tool. No, no, yeah. no. No, like. Oh, you create like a like yeah. an icicle. Yeah, 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 yeah. And then like I could stab you. You bleed out. Ice melts. Think about it. No, no. I'm, my concern is that you thought about this. Yeah. That's my concern. People asked me. Yeah. This is actually the question that they asked me when I was joining my predominantly white sorority. How would you kill a man? Oh. Yeah. And that's how she told me she would do it. And that's when I was like, I'm in. This Alpha lore B. is terrifying. This is. <laughs> Shout out to Alpha B. Iota, Iota. Uh. <laughs> so we're, we were reading. <laughs> Dating <sorry>. nightmare stories. <laughs> Uh, okay, story <laughs> Story number one. Mm-hmm. I once dated a guy who, when he let me stay at his house overnight and then left for work in the morning, locked me in the house what? and told me I wasn't allowed to leave the house without him there. Wait, like, what? All the doors were key locked, front door, back door, side door, etc. We'd been dating about a month, seemed perfectly normal until that point. Yes, I got out. No, we didn't continue to date. How did you get out? How, I don't know. What's the advice there? What? <laughs> <laughs> it, what it's just, um, for I, the scary thing here is that I believe her when she's like, there were no signs. Because a month of dating somebody, you're not going to get this person has weird control serial killer type vibes there. Yeah. You know, there's I don't think there's something that you could be sharing a drink over on like the first, second, third, fourth date and think accurately oh, this man is going to lock me in his home and not let me out. No, there there had, there had, was definitely, there had to have been some signs there. Maybe. First, like you, first of all, you own, how do you even lock doors from, from the, the outside? From the outside. That's what's terrifying. You know what I mean? That's I wonder how she got out. Mentality. I think I know how she got out. How she got out? Mm-hmm. Windows. Ice pick. The, what? <laughs> <laughs> you got to bring it back. You yeah, know? Uh, full yeah. circle moment. Yeah. Uh, you picked the wrong moment. You weren't following. Circle. You yeah. weren't following. It's my fault. Anyway. Oh, how- like he came back and then she ice picked him. I, that works. We're creating our own lore here and I like it. Yeah. Yeah. Our own story. Well, I improv, just feel like yes, and. There was definitely a, a, a flag somewhere in that month. What do you think that sign was? It's like, oh, let's play 21 questions. Like, what's your pet peeve? The first time. As soon as she went in there and he was just unlocking Matt <laughs> Yeah, yeah. He's got like, <laughs> like yeah, undo like, the yeah, chain. Yeah. You chop this one. Yeah, watch going to my place. <laughs> <laughs> that was like, the first time to oh, run. it's really safe here yeah. i feel i feel so safe yeah. with him because he's like he's a protector you know yeah. so I, I just feel so safe <laughs> girl yeah not a good i yeah. hope she blocked him block him ew call the police yeah, that, <laughs> block him that too call. that too it's i'm okay next one i'm yeah. getting my mojo i had to warm up <laughs> met a girl at a bar she was already trashed that sounded like That's, a sounded like a country song Met a girl at a ball. She was already trash. Um, met a girl at a bar. She was already trashed. And then she proceeded to say, oh, I'm glad you came. 
a lot of guys don't come. Or if I do get a date, they don't call me back. Why do you think guys don't call me back? I actually said, I don't know. Do you start dates like this often? Trashed at a bar already? Is that a night? I feel hey, like she, that wasn't a date. Yeah, she just. Or met, wait, was that the date? Is it like it we date? were at the bar and we met up? First date. And she was, oh, she was already trashed. I was thinking like they're at a bar. Oh, okay. Like, like it's like nighttime, and I turned around and this person's drunk at the bar, and she's like, "I'm glad, I'm glad you came." And it's like, "You're, you're drunk. I, I'm not your date." Yeah. That's what I had in my head. But right. Now I'm seeing something else. What's your reaction to this? Um. Why I feel like we... I have an unpopular reaction, but you give your reaction. I want to hear unpopular. My reaction is why the f*** are we getting that shit face on dates consistently? Therapy is the answer. Well, it didn't say consistently. Consistent enough for people to not be calling her back. So oh, once, twice, thrice is enough, baby girl. But this could be, first of all, but how did she get drunk enough if he wasn't on time? Right. He must have not have been on time to give her enough time to get that trashed. So why weren't you on time? Okay, alternate reality, he was on time and she just threw back shots and was and like, And she just Let's came there baby. early? Right. Either got there. Well, that's like a safety thing for women. Like you want to be the first one there. You want to scope it out, feel safe. And then maybe she's like, oh, okay, well, this is a habit. And so I'm just going to knock a few back to loosen up. But what she considers loosening up is just getting f***ed up. Yeah. And now her dates don't call her back. I'm going to... I'm going to... I'm going to lean on... I love blame the man theory. Like, blame the man theory is... I like it. I don't know if it applies. <laughs> but I'm going to let you have this one. No, no. I'm just, I'm just looking at, like, the logistics of things, right? Uh-huh. I'm, not lo- I'm not creating any backstory. Okay. You I'm just did. Any you said he was late. Well, that's what, I'm, that's what I'm saying. She said, oh, I'm glad you came. You know what I mean? So it's like, she was under the... She could have been under the impression, like, hey, he... Yeah. Right. Like, oh, you came. You came. Well, I'm you surprised were so that late. you're here. You're, you were so late. I'm, I didn't think you were going to show up. I didn't up. think you were going to show up. So I was just going to get trash and go home. Right. You know what I mean? But then she added in the bit of saying like, people don't call me, call back. me back. But that could have just been, she could have been exaggerating because, you know, she trashed, you know, people don't call me back. She could have been talking about, you know, her friends. It's a first date. You don't do all that. Her friends? She could have been talking about her friends? She could be talking about anybody, you know? She's trashed. Dom, I'm asking you. Got to give her the benefit of the doubt. I'm, I'm asking you to just those those two gears that you said are going in that head i'm just asking you to find one brain cell to connect it to and apply it to this question baby i'm applying a lot of things here uh, i'm i'm just i'm just saying the guy shouldn't have been so quick to judge and be like i don't know do you start days like this often well, don't judge maybe she's going through something you know what i mean maybe ask her if she's okay first maybe offer her a glass of water first. water would be great yeah maybe you know what i mean maybe then. i'm just saying I actually said, I don't know, do you start days like this often? Don't be so quick to judge, my friend. Maybe she's had a rough day and you came late to the date. Mm, mm. Maybe you should have been punctual and show a little bit of compassion. And this is why you're a double cancer and I'm a double Capricorn. (laughs) (laughs) This is why. All right, final story. Okay. I lived in Austin at the time and had 420 friendly on my profile. So I exchanged a few messages with a girl who was also 420 friendly and we met for coffee. Before we even ordered anything, she asked if I had brought any. I did. And we smoked a couple bowls behind the coffee shop. Then she looked at her phone and was like, oh, I just remembered I have to go to work in half an hour. Bye. And we haven't seen each other since. Sounds like a nightmare. Yeah. It sounds like, you know, you met up, you smoked some weed with somebody and then you just departed ways. Yeah. It didn't sound like no harm, no foul. No harm, no foul. Honestly. And it was her weed, right? No, it was the guy's weed. Oh. 
Oh, well. <laughs> yeah. Uh, you know how girls get accused of going on dates with guys to get a meal? She went on a date with him for some weed. But, like, it was shared. Yeah. Like, he had some... It's not like you got robbed. Right. You know? Yeah. Just a little whatever. Y'all got high. Cool. And yeah. great. I'm pr- I'm happy for both of you. Yeah. And if you have problems with that... Smoke another joint. Yeah. You know? Don't smoke weed. <laughs> don't do weed. You know? If you don't want to share. If you don't want to share. Yeah. But, I mean, you, you could do it solo, but, like... Thank you so much for listening to my podcast, Taylor Meets World, with my special guest, Dom. It's been phenomenal. Benji is going to see his double cancer, Virgo, Taurus rising, Uncle Dom soon. Dog whisper over here. And I cannot wait for you all to join us next week. Thank you. Thank you. Good job. Yeah, thanks for having me. Thanks for having me. Yeah. Yeah, you can follow me. (laughs) You can follow me and my podcast at The Taylor Mac. Oh, that's a lie. What's my handle? Yeah, on Instagram, I'm the Taylor Mac, T A Y L O R M A C K. Follow me on Twitter, which I only call by its birth name, at the Tay Mac, M A C K. And follow me on TikTok, where I hardly post anything, at the Taylor Mac. It's all pretty simple. And tell them to where to watch the podcast. You can watch past the your... podcast on my Instagram stories when I post the clips as they come out. I'm kidding. And, and the follow... past your bedtime YouTube channel. Say past your bedtime YouTube channel. Past your bedtime YouTube channel. That sounds follow, like follow, Cinemax re- after dark. Whoa. F- Re- okay. Follow, rate, and subscribe. Rate, review, follow, and subscribe. For, past for your, full video episodes. Past your bedtime podcast on YouTube for full episodes. See you next week. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>